0: hi there welcome to typical books i'm lydia peaver and this is the podcast mirror of my youtube show typical books where we talk about horror fiction so on with the show hi there today on typical books i'll be talking about dracool by dacre stoker it is a typical book now as a typical book it's not like a typical as in an atypical book it's a typical book in that it has a very plain cover this nice sort of uh title page where as a as a budding novelist i was told to put the novelist name at the very top so that when this is stacked in books at an airport the the title, the author's name is, is at the top, but if no one knows who you are, whatever. But Dacre Stoker, everybody knows who he is, right? Dacre Stoker is a great grand nephew of Bram Stoker, the author of the seminal vampire novel Dracula. and the name Bram Stoker launched a thousand ships with the carcasses of undead vampires in film, book, and imagination. He also is the namesake of the Bram Stoker Awards for the Horror Association of which dacre stoker and jd barker were nominated last year isn't that cool like i i don't vote in the bram stoker awards you know spilling the tea here as it were Uh, i am a member and i do pay close attention and i watch the awards every year and have been paying very close attention to the bram stoker awards for years well before i was a member or volunteer and i think it just must feel good whether you know winning or not whatever Getting a nomination. There were a lot of people that didn't really enjoy this and to that I say, where's your Bram Stoker Award nomination? Now that's being really, really witchy, way witchier than I normally am. But this was not without its criticism. And I think a lot of that criticism spilled over from his previous novel, written nearly 10 years previous, Dracula the Undead, which was a sequel to the original Dracula novel by Bram Stoker. This Dracul is a prequel and it sits before another prequel a short story published posthumously called dracula's guest by bram stoker i just love saying posthumous i don't know why but yeah this is a fitting prequel and i really did enjoy it i've already said that i enjoyed it before in other places and there was some criticism to be had by other bookish friends of mine who have read it as well and i get it you know it's you know, it's subjective. It's not for everybody. Not everything is for everybody. But I did say, and I do stand by that this is fitting if you enjoy the style with which Dracula was written. And I think that this is a far more modern style telling in that it just uses a little more modern punch to the the verbiage. Not too much though. So it is still believable. Maybe that is what is rasping with other people is that it doesn't, totally stay in that almost old English style of telling where Bram Stoker was pre-20th century style of writing and words and verbiage and common turns of phrase at the time that were used in writing and styles of epistolary writing. So this sort of bucks that trend because it's a modern novel it can't help it it's not its fault (laughs) and maybe it is part of that J.D. Barker you know he writes sort of thrillers. Interesting tidbit about J.D. Barker his debut novel forsaken was also a bram stoker award nomination i don't remember if it won or not but he wrote that with the permission of stephen king to include the character of leland gaunt from needful things so i've never read any jd barker and i really ought to because that seems to be um, where a lot of horror is going in the spy intrigue thriller crime bent with horror adjacent things it's dark uh urban noir i don't know how to phrase it exactly but um laird baron is going there of course so a lot of people who are enjoying laird baron i have a feeling they would enjoy jd barker now i really did enjoy it being told in letters and diaries much like the original dracula was uh into the things i don't like is italics and i don't know maybe it's just me is it me let me know if you agree with this italics have a place for one to ten words or something like that and that is it don't complete passages pages chapters in italics please no for the love of the undead stop it i also admit that a large portion of my debut novel was written in italics but i didn't know better and i didn't you know that didn't see the forest for the trees or however you say that was good for the goose or the gander green grass I don't like it. I've never liked it, but I did it in my novel. Why? I don't know. Maybe because I'd never have to read it, but whatever. There's a lot of, there's many chunks of this written in italics and I get it because it is time hopping, but it's not necessary. It was never necessary. And it's really trying to read. My other dislike is a little, uh, again, another, um, technical thing where there are some present tense, present tense to the Um, past tense of this book that are written in several sections and they switch of course the tense and they switch the voice so they're going to like a third person limited which works that sets that shift up for me but then they also change the tense to present tense and I don't think that that really worked it didn't work for me and I found it kind of jarring and I didn't I didn't like it Um, I would have loved to see those portions written with just that you know, that little head hop. That's all you really need is a little bit of a head hop. And the whole book is written basically epistolary and in diaries. So we didn't really need that forced perspective shift, I don't think. But I mean, that's just technical. It's not like I couldn't read it. It wasn't a put downable offense or a book chucking offense. I have chucked a book in my life. Now, I've never read Dracula's Guest, and I really think that I ought to. I have a feeling that I have held it in my hands. I spent a lot of time in high school, uh, in the library at lunch, and they had a lot of those classics. That's where I first read Dracula. That's where I first read Frankenstein. So that's where I read The Cask of Amontillado. That's where I read a lot of my favorite classical horror fiction. So I don't know why I wouldn't have picked that up when I picked up, I think, The Seventh Star or something else, Bram Stoker, in that same library. So I have a feeling I've held it in my hands and I don't know why I didn't read it or if it was not memorable or if I skimmed it, but I'm going to figure out a way to pick it up before I get into even more vampire literature. I'm gonna get into some vampire nonfiction. I've started with Vampires of Lore, very enjoyable collection book. It reads a lot like a long form nonfiction piece for like a Sunday special in a newspaper. So I'm really enjoying the tone and it's a little bit more playful than that maybe even. So Vampires of Lore by A.P. Sylvia. Again, still thank you to the publisher and the author for sending this along to me. I am enjoying it very much and that will be coming soon. Also coming soon is my screaming head through the window if the noise outside does not stop. It's one thing for snow removal to be happening because as you can see, it's still Christmassy time here. We're still within December. I have my tree up still and it's snowing like mad. I've only had a half of a day today at work, hence being able to make this video. And I really like the idea of spending the first day of the year doing what you want to do for the rest of the year. And I think the day before the rest of the year counts, So I've had a short day at work. I've done a lot of reading. I've done a little writing. I am recording a video. I'm spending some extra time with my husband, extra time with the dogs. There's some glorious lighting in the house and wonderful snow, but a very warm temperature. So that's the sort of way I'd like to spend my days, except with the snow thing and the snow removal can stop anytime. So what else is coming up is some horror disassociation new releases. I've got quite a bit because I am in the middle of a due date and a next deadline, so. A Grimoire Dark by D.S. Quinton. An orphan girl, a hellish spirit, a fight for more than just her life. A Grimoire Dark is an exciting new style of suspense horror novel. Threads of Stephen King and Edgar Allan Poe weave a nightmare veil through which dark elements of Lovecraftian horror Tail are glimpsed. A lot of buzzwords there. Not a lot of substance. I don't really know what's going on. Except an orphan girl and hellish spirit. That enough, maybe, maybe, maybe intrigues me. When Del LaRue leaves a St. Augustine orphanage, she is desperate to build a normal life for herself and Jimmy, the handicapped boy she spent years protecting. Interesting. Another one, Behemoth by H.P. Newquist. Uh bloodshot books I'd Said how I'm very excited whenever I see a bloodshot books thing come up. Behemoth is a story about a small town, chick, whose residents start disappearing after dark, chick. An angry husband, a lonely old woman, a small boy asleep in his bed. Just, I really dislike these like blurbs where they're just giving these uh, photograph sort of point form notes. It doesn't really work for me. And only one person who wants to talk about who's happening, a father who thinks his daughter will disappear next. Now, that is a clincher. That makes it interesting. Ghost Hunters. Ghost Hunters, Bones in the Wall by Susan Macaulay. This comes from Celtic, Celtic Sea Publishing. I only say Celtics because of the people who refer to the sports team as that. It's Celtic. A 12-year-old Alex may have lost his ability to play sports, but he gained the ability to see ghosts. Okay, that's it. Hexus by Charlene Alsby from Clash Books. Part existential deep dive, part revenge drama. Hexus is a book that will make you think, cry, cringe, laugh. Don't tell me what to do. The rest of the description goes on to tell it from the point of view of the killer. And it's not very interesting. I'd have to read the back of this book when it really comes to jacket copy. Now this one is right up my alley. If you've listened to Dead Air net podcast with me and my co-host Wes Dead Air Knight, you'll know screen and screen again essays on the horror film by terry sherwood and author rosalie rumple editor lisa Kleneman. okay so this is not just another review book it is a confessional with loads of explorations of selected older and new films plus opinions on the horror media from a canadian perspective yes see i'm canadian you can tell uh dacre stoker is canadian incidentally from montreal not too far away So this Terry Sherwood, it's weird. It's such a small town up here. I don't know Terry Sherwood. Never heard of Terry Sherwood, but I will bet you that Wes Dead Air Knight has because he is a lot more well-read with this nonfiction horror film stuff than I. So that is a big check. I'm very interested to see screen and screen again. Stonehill Shadows Rising by Dean Rasmussen. This is a dark venture press book. I'm interested by the title already. Shadows creep between the sleepy small town of Stone Hill. Stonehill. <laughs> Michael came to visit his grandparents, but the home he once knew was changed beyond recognition. A demigod church leader is in control and performs bizarre miracles to a congregation all dressed in white. His followers patrol the streets by day and phantoms roam the woods by night. I would go on, but it's lengthy and I think that that has got me already hopefully it's got you too that stone hill shadows rising by dean rasmussen sycophant by megan j Meehan from alban lake publishing don daniels has always been aware of the dark force within her a possession that is both a bane of her life and her fierce protector don must find a way to accept her reality and embrace her destiny it doesn't explain what all is going on there some cover art would probably help The Skin Factory by Lucas Peterson. That's Peterson with a D from LVP. I bet you that's Lucas V. Peterson Publications. Chase is trapped in an Etherwood factory where he's forced to build human bodies for dark beings known as the Wardens to infiltrate our world. Check, check, check. When Chase overhears a plan to infect humanity with soul eating spores called the Obsidious, he escapes the factory to save his mom and sister Andy his mom and sister andy Mm -hmm. sister mom that's kind of neat only there's a mix-up oh yeah and chase accidentally possesses a girl's body to escape in i'm very excited to read this the skin factory sounds intriguing lucas peterson and i'm looking forward to that the configuration discordant by john balsberger and steve Dillon from things in the well A collection of poetry that explores scenes of madness, monsters, and murder through the use of 75 plus forms of poetry. I'm not the hugest poetry fan, but I like the idea that this will definitely run the gamut of styles and it's horror. And there's more than one person involved. It seems like it'll be quite lengthy too. So I'm sort of interested in the configuration discordant. If you're a poetry fan or just want to experiment with other forms of horror, that sounds like something from Things in the Well that would be up your alley. So that's the new, new stuff for now. The other thing I'd like to go into the new year doing is doing a lot more writing. And one of my next videos will be something i have been working on for quite some time. The Ghost of Rumpelstiltskin is a poem that I wrote. Yes, me coming off saying I'm not so big on poetry, but whatever. Um, I'm not a poet. I've never really written poetry since school when I first learned how to write different forms of poetry, and I was not really that good at it, and I found it a lot more work than just throwing words on a page, right? You have to really think about those words when you're doing good prose, but when it comes to poetry, you have to triple think all those words, and it's time consuming, and... You have to be really, 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 really good at poetry to make a splash. You really do. There's great money in poetry. There's great fame in poetry, sort of. But you have to be a very top echelon poet to make it. So it's not uh, a game for the light of heart. So anyhow, I had written this idea. It was a pitch for a fairy tale storybook and. They had said poetry and prose and they weren't getting a lot of poetry. So I thought, well, try it. And this idea just came to me of the ghost of Rumpelstiltskin because he was destroyed. But who's to say he can't return? It was a really fun thing to write and I had a lot of fun actually just working on this thing. And it didn't take me as much hard work or blood, sweat and tears as I had thought because it came out just so naturally and I enjoy it. It was rejected called Dimash, but mm, whatever. I will eventually have it in an edition of pre Eve, probably pre Light Eve 3, which will be coming up hopefully sometime this year. Uh, but for now, i worked pretty hard on a fun motion graphic inspired telling of The Ghost of Rumpelstiltskin. So for now, let me know what you thought of Dracul by Dacre Stoker or if you've read any other Dacre Stoker stuff I know that Marie McWilliams had said that she's going to be picking it up soon and I'm going to be scouring the booktubes to see other reviews because I'm very interested in what people have to say about this book now that I've finished that and have a good idea of where his skill lies and the authors that he works with via Ian Holt or J.D. Barker. I'm interested to see his next thing actually Stoker on Stoker a non-fiction piece because he's done talks before but i think it's coming out into like a book format so i'm excited about that let me know what you're excited about let me know what you're reading let me know what you're reading into the new year i'll be watching everyone's uh looking forward booktube tags end of year booktube tags so i'm very excited about that and double thank you and congratulations to regina at regina's haunted library one thousand thank yous Wink Wink for mentioning me in her thousand subscriber congratulatory celebration video. I was very pleased to see that and triple, triple, quadruple thank you to everyone that's liked, subscribed, shared my videos this year so far and going into next, I have high hopes. So thank you all and have an ooky spooky new year. We can hear that snow removal right if you are looking for something new to read some insight or reviews of horror you have read or even talk from a writer's perspective i hope you enjoy this little show feel free to check out the youtube version by searching typical books or visit me at lydiapeaver.ca. thank you and have a dark devious day